Today is April 12th. The Yankees lost last night, and it was not fun to watch. Judge does not get extended before the season, and we're going to talk about that as well. Maybe we'll guess the lineup. Let's talk Yankees. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy and Jake. Recaps galore. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, brought to you by Seat Geek. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake, and in the corner is producer BBD. Now, what I did this morning, I bought myself some tickets to a game this week: Yankees versus Blue Jays, because I've been itching to go see one of these things and start the season off right for myself. And where I purchased those tickets was Seat Geek. I went to the app. They told me. These seats are good. I know what section I wanted, so I had a little inline or insight there. And then I found the the ones, the value ones, the good prices. I got to tell you, there's some out there, bad value. SeatGeek said basically, don't buy these. Don't buy that one. This seller's being a doofus. This seller's a stand up guy. Buy from him or her. So I bought those. Code Yanks get you twenty dollars off your first time using it. SeatGeek, it's helpful for sports fans. Jake, how are you? Thanks, SeatGeek. Go get the app. Um, James, BBD, I'm okay. Um, I think I'm saying okay because uh, any Yankee fan that watched last night's game, um, not as good as we were a couple hours ago. Uh, you know, looks like the Yankees, the Yankees tie up the game with the Red Sox on Sunday night. A little comeback, the comeback Yanks. Are we going to sweep the Sox on opening day? Ah, ah Sox win it. Dahlbeck catches clack, goes opposite field. Oh, my God. Uh, and then here we are the next night, Manoa. God, does that guy have our number? Uh, Yanks get worked. A lot of non-competitive at-bats after a weekend of really locked-in at-bats. Tough game on what I labeled like the real opening regular season game. It was Sunday. It was Monday night. Sat down on the couch. Sun's going down over the river. Uh, and the Yankees got, got mauled. They got bullied on both sides of the ball. So that was tough. I don't think both sides. The pitchers actually were fine. Um, I mean, the pitching was obviously really good. I mean, three runs, um, and, you know, a Tyone with but one defense. mistake. Otherwise, he looks good. But, you know, the 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 Jays were never scared, and they got the insurance run. Like, I, I think when you put it all in the pot, um, it, it was a little bit of – it was Manoa's energy throughout the Blue Jays, defense, offense, and pitching, uh, even though the Yanks pitching was good. So, hey, whatever. Go get it tonight. Season on the line with Nestor. But, uh, you know, talk some talk some big topic Yank stuff today. Uh, circle back on that judge guy. Everything that went down. Yeah. Everything. We didn't, we didn't it, do that with the series recap. Because ties, ties into last night, too, a little bit. Couple small boo birds. It's the Bronx. It's the Bronx. It's the Bronx. After all. How are you doing? Oh, I don't care about the boos. That's something I need to, like, stop being a thing. Sure. Even judge didn't care. I'm good, man. Uh, yeah, last night sucked. That last night sucked, and I'm gonna I'm gonna come out and say it. Yeah. I'm gonna come out and, and say it to everyone. 
I may have jumped the gun. Mm. I may have, you know, saw Donaldson tag up from first, saw Rizzo tag up from first. I may have saw uh, them use Loizaga in the eighth inning and down a run. And I, I may have jumped the gun by saying this team felt different. Now, I'm not saying they don't yet. I'm not saying they feel right. the same, but I'm back to status quo. And, like, tonight and tomorrow, probably at the end of this Blue Jays series, seven games in, I'll let you know. I'll make it definitive. I'm going to stay here for a little bit until I'm proven wrong. I'm back to neutral. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's I was excited. It was the first week of the season. They won two games. I was excited. It's baseball, right? Um, you know, Nestor drops it again. If Nestor drops it tonight after the season he had last year, we're going to be having Nestor Cortez's real conversations. If Nestor gets rocked tonight, we're going to be talking about Davey's next start in AAA. So we are back... Well, more in, on the offense for me. We are back in the baseball boogie. I know, but that's it just shows how how quickly that'll change, you know? If Nestor goes off and the Yankees get five hits and score one run, I, I will still be like, oh, that's last year. Who's it, your guy Kikuchi tonight? Uh, Kikuchi. We'll do some guest lineup later. Yeah, no Donaldson and, and DJ had a bad night. So, yeah, it's uh, we, are, we are back knee-deep in the baseball emotions. Um, Gallo having a... A solid game, and then Hicks Hicks with the hit in the last inning. That was a version of good comedy in a way. Uh, oh yeah, I mean the the box score shows everyone's uh, everyone the people everyone's mad at doing well. Well, and that's the funny thing. I mean, it you know sometimes baseball and box scores can be a pretty simple thing. I mean, if if DJ Rizzo Judge and Stanton go over, Yankees aren't going to bode too well in those games, uh, especially a night Donaldson's on the bench. So. Um, and yeah, I mean, the Blue Jays, Blue Jays were just as funny. I mean, they had 10 hits, but nine of them were from three guys. It was Springer, Teoscar, and Espinal. So, weird game last, last night. Blue Jays, Manoa has our damn number. Um, we move on. We move on. And the reason we can talk about this game is because it's a four-game set. Yeah. If you remember, by the time Thursday night comes around, and it's like Thursday at midnight again. Yeah. This this game one is going to feel so long ago. We're going to forget everything that happened. Literally everything. Marwin and Gallo hugging. It's nice. I'm creeped out by the how many Rangers are on the team. Oh yeah, it's pretty weird that a team that's been bad for a few years until this year, like talking Yanks, we're taking all the guys that they thought weren't like good enough yeah. to be on their team. Yeah, like we're rebuilding, so we don't need these guys. Uh, Gal is a little bit of a yeah part of that, but yeah. Uh, talking Yanks, we posted the uh, Gallo and Marwin grabbing dicks and now hugging, mm. and it was just like, oh yeah, we just got a lot of Rangers on the team. Odd. Marwin's national. Who is he grabbing dicks with? Kiner Fluffa? IKS the Ranger. Him and Marwin hugged on the that pop out to yes, left. Yes, but that hug it was the they used to do the cup grab. There's, there's, uh, Ah, oh, man. It was at IKF. Who was it? I mean, it's Gallo, Trevino, IKF. And there's another guy that sneaks up on us, I think. Um, someone in the pen. It was Joelli. Joe He's Ellie gone now. But I, so I think it's those three. Joelli. They, oh, the, they, they let Joelli. The Mets let Joelli pitch to a righty. Righty lane. Not just a righty. I didn't look at it. So <laughs> I, I saw Rio Muto homer off him. Yeah. Um, Guzman in, triple is the other point. Guzman. How about that? That's Jesus. a spring training run. Um, 
go check out uh go check out Shea Station if you want to keep up with with Joe Ellie and what's going on crosstown. But yeah, he uh he got the business last night. Mm, okay. Okay. You want to do judge extension talk? Yeah, I think so. We might as well. Um, I mean, it's kind of funny. I think it's a uh, it's a huge topic on opening day. It's judging the Yankees making a big bet, kind of. Yankees were willing to make a two hundred thirteen million dollar bet. Yeah. Judge is making the same bet or a different bet. Yeah, I mean, to start it to He's re- not, but either way, you go to DraftKings. Oh, oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah. Yes. Okay. To make your bets. Yeah. Um, DraftKings, MLB's sports betting partner. Uh, You can bet $5 on any team to win. Find an MLB game. Find out who's playing the Orioles. Except last night. Good job, birds. Um, You bet $5 on any team to win. You get $200 in free bets if they do. DraftKings, they also have their daily fantasy baseball contest. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY. Bet just $5 and win $200 in free bets if your team wins their game. That's promo code JOHNBOY at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. 21-plus restrictions apply. MLB trademarks used with permission. See show notes for details. Get after it. Jesse Colfield. Let's recap it. Okay. Judge has been saying that he wants to be a Yankee for life and that he wanted to sign a, an extension. He also made it very clear that he was not going to uh, negotiate during the season. He had a firm deadline. I think he may have learned that from the uh, CBA negotiations. Deadlines move the, the needle a little bit. So, And he said, I don't want a distraction during the season. I don't want to do this. Uh, that has all been happening during the offseason. Also, we knew that Judge and his side filed for $21 million, uh salary for this year of baseball, and the Yankees filed at $17 million. So, very large gap in arbitration. And the Yankees are not a file-and-trial team. They will negotiate with players before going to arbitration. Arbitration is different this season because of the lockout. Arbitration now starts in... They don't even really know, like, around late June or July. And what they're doing is he's getting paid $17 million right now. If the judge favors with him and chooses 21, he'll get that back, like, prorated into his salary. Uh, that's everything we knew beforehand and that they were working very hard to sign him. Right before opening day, before the deadline that judge set, because he had then said in an interview, like, as soon as Cole throws that first pitch, I'm not talking anymore 11 15 a.m presser by cashman good vibes yeah having fun getting excited opening day there's going to be a press conference with brian cashman right after kind of the numbers had been leaking in roundabout ways like it was 200 million dollars it was the highest aav uh, annual annual average value a Yankee position player has ever been offered. Right. So we kind of knew. And then Cashman sits down at the press conference and he goes full transparent mode and says, we offered him seven years, 213. Is that what it was? On top of the 17 from this year. Extension. So the total package would have been eight to 30. 
So they threw both those out. Yeah. There, so yeah. this year, seventeen million, which is like not what Judge wanted. So I don't get that. I would have just given him the twenty-one this year, and and I th- I'm hoping that's not wasn't the hiccup here. And then uh, twenty-eight million a year for seven years after this year, correct? Twenty-eight point something. And Judge turned that down. And so now he is not guaranteed to be locked up. After the season, he will test free agency. He says he's excited to test free agency and go around. And the feelings that I felt are all over the place. Like, all over the place. I have one firm stance. Okay. That press conference should have happened after the game. Mm. If it's going to happen, and I don't really knock Cashman for being transparent, I understand it. I understand that it also is a negotiation tactic and trying to win over the fan base and all this. But, hey, if you tell me your GM is going to be very transparent, tell you exactly what they offered, or you're never going to know, I'd choose the transparent side. I think that's a much more fun world to live in uh, and more honest world to live in. Doing it before the game... So Judge has to hear whispers uh, of what happened and Judge has to play the entire game knowing he has to answer it afterwards. I just would not have done it before the game. Uh, I understand he wanted to get ahead of the deadline and all that, but it just looks more petty than informative. So that's my that's my firm, firm stance. Everything else, I, I kind of can go both sides and have just so many differing thoughts and fighting within my own head on it. Uh, but that's like my firm, like, it should not have happened before the game. All right, so a couple things we got to go through there. Uh, the judge saying saying he wants to be a Yankee forever. Araldis Chapman said the same thing. Every player says the same thing. Um, you're going to say that. Uh, you have to. Uh, so that's, you know, sure, there's obvious truths to it. Um, I do think Judge likes being a Yankee, and I think the Yankees are known to dole out big contracts, but Chappie, pretty much anyone hitting free agency says the same thing. Um so that is what it is. At the end of the day, it, it comes down to monies and doll hairs. And, uh, man, Aaron Judge is a really interesting one. Whenever that big fella is on the field, boy, does he produce. Um, there's been a couple injuries. Um, they have been freaky things. It's not like a nagging hamstring or a nagging back. Like, we heard a lot of stuff around Correa's free agency that that was a reason he didn't get the big 10-year offer. Uh, People are worried about his back. Aaron Judge got a fair offer. What does fair mean? It's kind of in a ballpark that a lot of people around baseball, if you check in with them, are like, hey, that... It's not a bad number. Uh, Jeff Passan, I think he's thrown around the word fair. I, I think if you talk to front offices around the league, um, you know, it's a big number and it, it just gets tricky because if you talk to anyone that doesn't live in the world of sports or baseball and they hear someone turns down $200 plus million to play baseball, um, you know, they think it's insanity. Uh, with all that, the press conference before the game is tough. Um and uh, although I agree with you on transparency, um, I mean, it was, it, it was a tactic by the Yankees and, and not necessarily a pretty one. Um, you know, uh, especially when, you know, you're negotiating judge and trying to get something done. You know, that was uh, going into the season where they said there will not be negotiations. 
that was kind of a, a little shot across the bow. It was, uh, this is what we did. The people know. You turned it down. This was what we thought was our best and fair offer. Um, so we are going to let the people know. Um, and then if you have a, a night last night where the Yankees offense is down a little bit, I do think you're going to get a couple, couple more boo birds and stuff that all of it just seems a little unnecessary. Uh, now the offer being fair, turning it back to Aaron judge. If he has a good Aaron judge year, he will get more than that contract. Oh, you think so? Absolutely. I do not. Absolutely. Um, where his numbers are at and when guys hit free agency, um, if he has a good year, which Aaron Judge believes he's going to, he will get a higher AAV and a bigger number at the end of the year. Um, it's just a risky game because if Judgey does get hurt, uh, then it won't be. People will point at the other years of injury and say, oh, I don't know, dude, you get injured sometime. Uh if Aaron Judge has a down year, which, by the way, he really hasn't. <laughs> Aaron Judge hasn't had a down year. Go look at the stats page. But if he does, his age 30 season, teams will point at that. So, he's making the bet. Uh, and I, I respect it. Um, but, man, uh, you got to have some cajones to do that because that's a, that's a big boy bet. Yeah, the last person to sign a contract for more than that at this age was Robinson Cano, which no one really, I mean, that was the contract that stopped those contracts. That was the contract that stopped the Yankees from giving out 10 years to 30-year-olds. That was where they kind of said, we are going to draw the line here. And baseball kind of said, we'll give out 10 years when if you're 26, 27 when you're in free agency. So I don't I don't think Judge is going to get... He might get more AAV, but I don't think he's going to get more years. I don't think anyone's going to sign him up for... And, and I believe it was 30 uh, AAV, not 28 point something. I think it's 30.5 for 30. the 5. extension years. For the extension years. So that's where um, Big Gamble also... There's so many factors to it. Does New York City and the Yankees mean more value to judge. He's on Pepsi billboards. He's everywhere. He's a household name in baseball family houses. Or does judge bring more value to the Yankees? He is a billboard guy. Cano was not a billboard guy. He has star potential. He sells the most jerseys in baseball since his rookie season. And that's a really interesting dynamic. Of And it might be a wash all in the end, but uh, the Yankees are bigger than Judge because they're forever, but Judge is the highest-selling jersey. Is he the highest-selling jersey because he's on the Yankees? Or is it because he's a star? Like, there's been other big stars on the Yankees that weren't the high. You know what I mean? That's a yeah. fascinating wrinkle to it is who's providing more both ways. Um, but the the comparison I've heard free agency-wise, I've heard Cano thrown out, and you're right. Like, when people look back at Cano's contract, it, it gets looked back as not a good one, so... Um, I, I think the one that's out there that I think is pretty similar is Anthony Rendon. Um, I, I think Rendon, will, it, he hit free agency a year or, or maybe within a calendar year. Um, he was tw 29. Within Judge, who Judge will be 30, so I'd, yeah, I'd, have, to look up, I'd have to look up the birthdays. That's close enough. I'd have to look up the birthdays. Anthony Rendon, who had a monster year leading into free agency, team literally won the World Series. Like it, A little bit of a perfect storm. Seven for 245. Seven for 245. So, uh, 
And Anthony Rendon, although I think his his final year hitting free agency, timing's everything in life, I think Aaron Judge overall, um, his numbers are better. I, I think general baseball-wise, he, he's considered a better baseball player. That when you think about some of the players that would be in an Aaron Judge, and I, I tweeted it out kind of having the opening day scaries, like Uncle Steve Cohen is looking to place a stamp on the New York Mets being the new New York Mets, Buck Showalter, Max Scherzer. Um, I tell you what, like you, you talk about ultimate fear factors. How about the Boston Red Sox? You think Aaron Judge couldn't play left field at Fenway for his remaining years and be nasty out there? Like, I think that's the stuff that Aaron Judge has in his ear that when you're talking about value, like Yankees provide a ton to Judge, Judge provides a ton to the Yankees. If Aaron Judge has an Aaron Judge type season, I think he breaks he breaks that AAV easily. Not sure where the the years land, but I think that total number is is beat. But you're you're making a a yeah. bet, man. Yeah, I I still don't really think this matters. But Rendon, it's a full like year younger, right? It's not, I thought it might be close, but it but I, I still don't really they think that matters. Get his <clears throat> but that's not that much of a difference, man. Like if Judge really wants to be a Yankee and the right. security of it, that's not that much of a difference to uh, to say like, like if you tell me like Judge saw that Rendon number and thinks, you know, he's getting slight or whatever. Like I, I, we're talking seven years, 245 versus seven years at 35 AAV, seven years at 30 AAV. Year younger, less wear and tear, Blah blah blah. Just won a World Series. Like, uh, I think he'll get similar somewhere. Maybe even by the Yankees. I really hope the year of arbitration didn't hold it up. Like, what if Judge thinks that the arbiter is going to side with him and say he's worth twenty-one million dollars this year? Which, if the arbiter doesn't say that, then the arbitration system is as faulty as ever, and like the government should look corrupt. into it. Almost, yeah. it's corrupt. <laughs> Because Judge is worth $21 million minimum this year and not 17 Yeah. So I think, I really hope that isn't the hang-up that Judge is like, well, I'll, if you're not budging on the arbitration this year, I'll just go have the Judge rule in my favor and then I'll collect my seven for, for 30 from you at the end of the season and maybe other teams will try to beat it, which makes you have to beat it. And I really hope that wasn't the difference maker here. Like, if the Yankees said, we'll give you, you know, we'll give you, screw 21 this year, we'll give you 25 this year, and then 30 for the next seven, does he sign? Because if that is the reality, then I put the onus back on the Yankees. Yeah. Uh, I don't really ever fault any player for trying to capitalize as much as they can. But as a Yankee fans, we want the people to truly want to sign here and, like, just take that good offer. And it, and it, it is a fair offer. The, the flip side is, like, for how many years now have the Yankees not signed the free agents because they've been talking about, well, we got to pay Judge in a few years. Judge knows they just didn't sign anybody one year away from his free agency. The new TV, national TV deal goes into effect next year. They just took out the scoreboards, and those are ads now. Ads on jerseys are coming. Like, MLB's getting more money, and the Yankees just didn't spend it and used the Judge future money as the excuse every time and i guess he has leverage there i I think that's where it ties in it comes back to that press conference a little bit that 
Brian Cashman and the Yankees, uh, you know, they made their bet. <laughs> they they literally put their best offer on the table that if Aaron Judge goes out and shoves this year and hits free agency and he gets a massive number, I mean, they're going to look a little silly and Aaron they Judge lose is going to look like a champion. If they lose Judge after not going after Harper, not going after Machado, not going after Correa, not going after Seager, and then not locking up Judge, it's an awful look for the Yankees. Judge and, knows that. And that's where that's where Big Judgey is making his bet. Um, and, man, uh, you know, there's, there's other teams in baseball, and Aaron Judge is – up there in faces of baseball, we talked that there's there's kind of not a face of baseball. Maybe it's probably Otani right now, uh, as as big as he is. Um, you know, a team like the Mariners, they they signed Cy Young winner Robbie Ray last year. Like, there's a couple teams that find themselves in the mix nowadays because these teams are kind of cycling. Like uh, some other teams around baseball, they're finding a window. Um, I don't know, man. Like. Uh, there's a lot of big market baseball teams. How are the Cubs going to be this year? Like, where does their team land at the end of the season? Are they going to be looking to start another run? Like, uh, just takes one team. I think it's it's why it's not as popular a take uh, on the internet and all all that kind of stuff. It was kind of fair both ways. Uh, if Aaron Judge had signed the deal, uh, and you know, I wonder if if the captain badge got involved at all in some of those. In some of those talks, like, I don't think anyone would have blamed him. And they would have said, like, Aaron Judge got the bag. Good for him. Like, you're saying the second highest paid outfielder ever, I believe. Position player. Um, Well, for the Yankees, I think second highest played outfielder ever. Oh, I didn't know I, I that. Think, I think it would have been Trout than him. Um, So, yeah, there, there's a lot of information there that was like, hey, Judgey, not a bad deal. Get those other sponsorships. You've got that. Guaranteed, two hundred plus million. That's nuts. Um, there's the other side of it where Judge could be looking at a Rendon or someone like that. Two hundred forty-five million. I know we start getting into two hundred millions, and that's not Poppy Gordo's kind of money. I don't know if it's your money at home if you're listening, but it is the difference between you know forty million type of dollars or however high Aaron Judge thinks he can drive up that number. I know we've heard the three hundred million number thrown out. For his age, that that just doesn't seem likely. Baseball's gotten a lot smarter uh, with the younger guys and getting the years. Um, but I don't know. Uh, we will see. But, yeah, uh, it's a massive bet. Uh, you know, part of me respects the hell out of Judge for, for doing it. Part of me's like, <laughs> you're nuts, man. <laughs> it's a, it's I'd be good with that. It's a gamble. It is a gamble. Um, Which... Like I think do. he's worth that contract. If he wanted more years, it's scary. Uh, and I don't... I, th I thought I was going to come out of it, and I thought I was going to be like, come on, Yanks. Just give him what he's worth. Right. But there's part of me that I'm like, well, that is, that is a pretty fair offer. And then there's another part of me that it's like, well, how much higher could you have gone just to lock him up? And then it's like, Judge, like, that's pretty good, Judge. Like, you do you really care you want to be here and get the endorsements but like never going to fault a player for not maximizing and getting the most and I, I it's I'm, like i said just 
back and forth back in my head. That's where the real conversation lies is that we don't know Judge's actual tipping point. We we heard some rumors. We saw some stuff leaked out, but nothing looked super official. Um, I guess that's where things get frustrating. If If Judge's number was, you know, 245 or something. Like, say he he literally put the Rendon contract out there and was like, match it and I'm in. Then I think Yankee fan frustration would kick in. Like, we just, we, we really don't know what the gap was. If the gap was 300, you know, Judge was looking for a number that started with the threes, I you start getting it more from the Yankees' perspective. But we don't know where that line yeah. is or was. And that's why Cashman came out and said, Exactly. Told everyone their side of it. So that we would be in a bit of a pretzel here. And I guess that's where, you know, I don't necessarily love uh, the interview by Cashman. They're, you know, putting the numbers out there like you're saying. You know, the information is cool. Um, doing it right before opening day is as brutal as it gets. And then Cole gets hit in the first inning. You're like, what the heck are we doing? Yeah. Um, Cole also, or Cashman also went on the WFN and let everyone know like they'd never made an offer for Correa and and Story, which we know. Yeah. And I think anyone that's been following knows. And it it is funny because I think Cash wants people to understand the reality of it. Whether they agree with his what what he did or not, but he he would rather people say he doesn't want people to say you lost out on Correa and Story, right? And that's kind of what people are saying. He's like, we didn't lose out, we didn't offer them anything. Like we've heard now through back channels a little bit that they were never in a Correa. Like it wasn't in consideration due to. Multiple factors. Harper. Like uh, Harper. It goes back a Never. couple years now. And uh, he hates that people drive the narrative that the Yankees were used to bulk, bulk up the price for other teams, and then the narratives that the Yankees lost out. Uh, so, but also, I think he takes pride in not being in on some guys when everyone else is in on them because the Yankees have a, their own way and their own path and blah, blah, blah. And that's at least how it comes off a little bit. And it's like, well, dude, you should have been in on, you should have been in on Harper. You should have been in on, um, maybe not Correa, but like Seager, like someone, one of these it, class. It wouldn't I don't have been know. the end of the world if you were actually in on him and, and it didn't work out. I think it's net, net, same reaction they would have gotten. Yeah. So it would have been okay. We are going to look back at this free agency class and we are going to really have a opinion in five years. Yeah. Judge did this, uh, or Jeter, you know, and he resigned. And they've let other people stars test free agency and, and then resign them. Not the end of the week. We just we uh <laughs> we have the number, which again is gonna be uh and now every other team has that number. Egg, egg on somebody's huh. face. Yeah. Like, no other team is going to... Uh, other teams, now that they have the number, are going to offer just even a, a touch more if they're in, which means I don't think the Yankees can get them for that number again. 
You know what I mean? Because another team is going to offer like, well, we know what the Yankees offered you. We're going to give you X more. And then they're going to go to the Yankees and say, see, we told you we can get more. And then the Yankees are going to have to offer more. There's literally no middle area. Uh, again, I, I said go look at Judgey's stat page. Uh, his worst statistical season, quote unquote, is the shortened 2020 season where he played 28 games. His worst statistical season after that, because that's not a real year, is kind of 2019, where he had a 921 OPS and 102 I mean, games. He was hurt. Like I looked at the, a lot of the numbers because people say the injury-prone stuff and other people, and non-Yankee fans just think he's like a slugger who can't field and can't run and can't do the other shit and doesn't hit for average and all that. He's very good. He's a five-star player. Uh, since 2017, he's played 76% of the games that he could have played. So it's low, but it's not like half the games or, you know, people like to throw it. He misses half the games. He's played 76% of games. He's gotten injured uh, two years in a row or three years in a row. He missed a big chunk of time. He's always been ready for playoffs. And in that percentage of time, he is fifth in war. I don't love war, but all his other stats, he's like top 10 in the other ones as well. So I like when war has the umbrella underneath it of also good numbers. It's like a multi-year... Those are counting stats. So even with the time missed, he has provided more value to the Yankees than 250 other players provided to their team in that time. Like, he's top of the class, very, very good. Again, if if Rendon's the comp, I know I said the numbers, Judge hasn't beat. Rendon, OPS, which not everything, but important number in today's baseball. Rendon's career OPS when he hit free agency was 859. Uh, Aaron Judge... Uh, career OPS is 938. Um, and if you take out his rookie 27 games where he was uh, just a monster of a man that we didn't even know what it was yet, it's 951. Uh, it's a different class of player. So Someone in the live chat asked what percentage of games has Trout played. I don't know the percentage, but it's less in yeah. that time period. I think so because he, he, he had a couple bad injuries. I remember Trout some, barely played last year. At some point last year, like pretty early in the year when Trout first got hurt, there was like a – there's like a week on Twitter that was like, hey, Judge has played more games the last four years than Trout. Yeah. Which, fun little fact. Like Harper was injury prone for a while, and now he's started to outplay Trout. For, for um, I guess it, the side attachment to this is what, like what's going to happen with this during the year? Like Judge is just going to say no, Cashman's going to say no when we land somewhere? No one's going to ask them after this week. You don't think so? They bet, like, I mean... I think on Twitter, it'll be like every time he's either good or bad, we'll be talking about like, what's yeah, the just, contract it, 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 I feel like media is going to be looking for their their click still. But I think Judge is just going to shut it down. I mean, he's very he's pretty good at interviews. Yeah. And kind he's of just already gonna say, doing it. He's already doing it. He's like, oh, nope. Focus on the season. I mean, it, it becomes Marshawn Lynch. Focus on the season. There's going to be a lot. I mean, if what? Okay, so in a world where the Yankees are out of the playoffs. Right. Stinker of a year. Worse than last year. Not even, like, like by July. Just awful. I don't think this is in the realm of possibility. I think they're going to be in the hunt by the trade deadline, and they're going to be looking to add. Yeah. I don't think it's even in the realm. They kind of can't be. But even if they weren't, I still don't think they'd trade them. I think if they really weren't, they would, but you almost can't be with the way the Yankees are set up in the playoff format. Yeah, they'll be in the mix in July. Like the Yankees, there's almost no way they could be like five games out by the deadline. And even if it they were like... Of the playoffs. It's, yeah. 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 Well. I think my only other thing on it when like I've been just like talking to 
friends or whatever. Like, I don't know. There's a, there's a chance Judge, like, as a premier player, just wants to experience free agency. So if this was offered, obviously timing's everything. But, like, yeah, he'd probably take this in a second if we do this in December. But but he's like, look, I'm one year away from being able to do that. But, like, to get me to not to forego that opportunity, you're going to have to blow me away. And that's why we're getting, like, the those big numbers for what the extension costs would have been instead of getting to be on the open market. Like, and he might just want to do it. And Aaron Judge has said he has to – he has to play basically a hundred games, and he thinks he will get that same offer. I think. I think if he and Arbiter might give him five more million this year. Yeah, or which, four, whatever it is. Won't help. Which won't hurt him. Yeah. And like I think, like he gets hurt today, misses the rest of the season, knocking on everything. Like he's still like guaranteed the Springer deal. Yeah. Like he's he's in a good yeah. spot to bet on himself. He's made kind of the most you can make in the arb process if they side with him. Yeah. Like, he's well-positioned. But also, both sides are, are best for each other. How about that? A fun one to start the topic episodes of the year. Yeah, it's a, it's a heavy topic. You know why Judge is so good? This is opinion. This is just your opinion? This is opinion. It's opinion. I think he messes up some athletic greens. Probably. What were you saying about some AG1? That I, uh, yeah, I, I drank it. I drank that stuff, dunked the next day. You dunked the next day after having some athletic greens. Sure did. No, I don't think that's, saw it. I don't think it's going to happen for everybody. Right. I don't think they can guarantee that. I can't guarantee right. that. Um, but it helps if you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, and probiotics to start your day, right? It does help. You know? Yeah, I think that was a factor in me dunking. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, the special blend of ingredients supports... Your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Yeah. Hard to dunk if you got the shits. I mean, that's true. Mm-hmm. I'm just stating a lot of facts. And it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything while still tasting good. Yeah. Yeah. Costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit, Timbo. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs. Travel packs. Travel pack. With your first purchase, all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash yanks. Ooh. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash yanks to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Go there. Athleticgreens.com slash yanks. Go there. I'm gone. Go then. Go then. I'm gone. Last year on these episodes, uh, we would do like a sharp stats. We're going to get in touch with uh, the queen of stats, Katie Sharp, see if she wants to do that again with us this year. I think she's, uh, well, I won't divulge, but I think she's got a cool gig. She's just cool. She's cool, but she thinks she's got a cool gig in a world that I think is cool. Stats. Uh, so no sharp stats today. But we will be guessing the lineup for tonight's game. This was always like, because it leads you into some lineup dynamic talk. And they got a lefty on the bump. Which means, I think we're getting the towels in the outfield. Mm. Because they're no going to be a righty Hicks versus a lefty. That's Senator Bird. Yeah, a little bit. Bob Barrick. 
Let that it's, word resound. <laughs> is Hicks that Barbaric. worse? Of a righty hitter. Let that word resound. Uh, but he doesn't offer balance, so who cares? I guess he was last year. So that's fine. Yeah, I mean, 20, 2020, he was even. Um, Donaldson sat last night. Yep. So he's got to start and lead off because he wasn't leading off and the Yankees offense looked as bad as it did. Donaldson to lead off. Donaldson to lead off and play third base. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if we're getting towers. Uh, yeah, now if we're getting towers. Uh, but he, he sat last night, which would mean they DH DJ. I well, am we'll see if they like their double leadoff or, or their double rest day again. This early with, with Donaldson? I'm Donaldson. back to After neutral. After a bad offense? I'm back to neutral you, on the end. They can't. I know they can't, but they've done a lot they of stuff. They, they don't After how of, they looked last they've night. They've done a lot of stuff they can't. You can't do that. I think if we're. Well, I mean, I'm savagely so leading off. I'm saying DH. Off. I'm saying DH, not play third. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Double rest. Okay. He will be in the lineup hitting. Okay. 100%. I'm saying... Let's get your lineup. Let's get your lineup. Um, They went Rizzo second the last two games. They lost both games. Do they say, let's get Judge back in the two-hole? Could. It's a lefty on the bump, so I don't think they care about right. splitting up Rizzo right away. Right. So I might go Judge two hole, Rizzo three, Stanton four, DJ LeMayhew five, Gallo six. Um, and then let's see, is Higgy going to be back there? Um, who's pitching? Nestor. Nestor. Um, I would assume Higgy, because I think he, in theory, is probably better against some lefties and, and has a chance to be a plus. Well, is Nestor Nestor's our fifth starter right now? Yeah. Higgy's got to catch Cole. I think they still believe in that. When's Cole pitching? Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Yeah. So, but, that would be but then the, he might go that three. Be the third day. Might be row, three in a row, and, and then, the and then he day. gets Thursday off for um, Sevy. Not a day game. I think they go Trevino tonight. You think so? I think they, I think Higgy is still not honor sounds dramatic, but I think Cole wants Higgy, and I think even probably Sevy as he's coming back, at least he has more familiarity you with Higgy. You just think they give Higgy to the, the, the top of the rotation more so than the fifth starter? I'm guessing this as of now, but I think so, yes. Like I they, think it's also like a treat year. for, for uh, Trevino. Okay. Like you want to see this freak show up close? Yeah. Wanna catch you you want to catch Let's see him what there? you got. Yeah? Yeah? You ready? You should probably learn to catch the weird guy. He's tricky. So we're going to have to actually put two of the pitch button things on you. Yeah. Uh, cuz Nestor's it's arm angle, yeah, location and wind up. Pitch he's, he's and two, wind up. He's two yeah. different pitchers. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I, I guess then I have my bench as Hicks, Higgy and uh Marwin. Because they can't sit Kiner back-to-back. It's, they aren't doing that. If they do that... That would be the end of an era. It would be the end of the Kiner Fluff era. Just get Perazzi up here. Marwin looked good at short. Looked fine. That's what you asked for. Um, and, then, and then Glaber played short. Yeah. 
which I know he didn't start it short. He's like so comfy and settled. But like in the offseason, they said Glaber won't be playing shortstop, and it's an area of need that we should have addressed and we will address now. And game four, Glaber's the backup shortstop. I, uh, I've already come to grips with this. We, you, me, and Joe's, we, we talked about it on our, our over-under episode. Um, Glaber's going to be a shortstop this year. It's crazy. Dumb. That's my lineup then. Donaldson, Judge, Rizzo, Stanton, DJ, Gallo, Glaber, Trevino, Izzy. Let's see. I will go Donaldson at third. And Donaldson or DJ DHing? I don't know which one. I'm going to go Donaldson at third. I will go, uh, yeah, Judge in center. Bing bong. First baseman, Rizzo. Rizzo. Ooh. Has Rizzo, Rizzo hasn't DH'd yet. No. I don't think they're going to do that. I know. I, I'm just, it's an asterisk. I don't think so, so easier. So but far, every day's been a different guy. Early in the year, like I, I would have this in kind of the warning zone. Um, but I'll have Rizzo at first. Uh, let's go Stanton and right. Let's go DHDJ. Let's go Gallo and left. Second base, Glaber. Who am I missing? Is it, is it? IKF and Trevino and I'll go Trevino and IKF. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Say yours out loud. Third base, Donaldson. Center field, Judge. First base, Rizzo. Right field, Stanton. DHDJ. Left field, Gallo. Second base, Glaber. Catcher, Trevino. Shortstop, IKF. So we have the same one. So we're wrong. We're wrong. So that won't happen. Why don't we call Rourke? Um, it might. <laughs> We've, um... Like once or twice. I don't I think last year we got it once. Yeah. I think we had like the guys right and we and they did a different order. Yeah. Um my counter on the Hagee Trevino conversation. They, I'm open. If to they that, played yeah. I don't think we really we aren't on firm stances, but I think if they did he gets these two games and he sits the savvy game, so after Cole. They'd be starting the year with him getting two games then a day off and three games then a day off, and the Yankees love that. Yeah. The buildup. I, I think whatever is whatever. For yeah, I don't catcher, care. It's all kind of same, same. Yeah. Catcher right now is interchangeable. I'm going to call Dan Rourke. Sure. He's the resident lineup guessing expert. He's been hot on the lineups. Did he tweet it out? I feel silly if I call him and he tweets it out. But then we can get his thoughts on it. Yo, Dan Rourke, we're live on Talking Yanks. Hi, how are you? Good. Yanks. Thanks for calling in. Uh, you're the resident lineup guessing expert. Okay. This is what me. This is what me and Jake have guessed for tonight. Okay. Donaldson leading off, playing third. Yes. Judge two, Rizzo three, Stanton four, DJ five, DHing, Gallo. Glaber, Trevino, Kiner, Falefa. Your thoughts? I would say that's spot on. That's what you have as well? 
Well, I, I was going to do this, and I ended up not because I'm editing baseball today right now. But uh, off the top of my head, from what I could, I, I, would, I would say that's right, yeah. I think Donaldson's definitely leading off again, and I think DJ's back in the five spot in DHing, so definitely agree there. You think no Hicks? Um, lefty lefty pitcher? Well, if it's a lefty... Isn't Hicks better from the right side? I don't know. I mean, it sounds okay to me. I would have to think it out more. Okay. I'm bad on the spot. All right. Let us know. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of your editing time. Thank you. Enjoy talking Yanks. Bye. I think he was I think he was placating us. I think he was trying to tell us like, yeah, you guys you guys are smart. You got it. I don't think he believes in this lineup. He's got a different lineup. He's got such a different lineup. I will say I'm pretty pretty firm on Donald's and DHing. Not DJ. Until I see them DH DJ, I'm not gonna predict it. Yeah, it's yeah. fair. And Donaldson, like, I just again, think Donaldson's year, like, like good at third. Yeah, yeah, but he also, if they're not gonna DH stand, like Donaldson, just like is older and has the the injury history with muscle stuff. I'd like, counter with Nestor balls in play. Like, if we have a balls in play pitcher, it's yeah. got to be Nestor. He's our. He is. The balls and play pitcher, if you're saying which one's our balls and play pitcher. But it's not like DJ's been bad. No. I think they probably there's an argument to just get him more reps at third so he's the more reps he gets, the more comfortable there. he is. Just I, I wouldn't predict it until I see it happen. Another fire edition of Guess That Lineup. Yeah, it's really like let's try and get in the head of the Yankees. Excited to find out how wrong we are again. I mean, we did this one time yeah, last year, and I think it's the episode where we did Speed the, f- the five-minute pregame show mm. because we were like, this ha- is a must-good game lineup. You need to do this. It was a day and, that we needed the best And they lineup. went full Ford Rugi 3-5 yeah. or some shit like that, and we did like a five-game. I mean, I think they ended up winning the game. Last year, they had a couple nukes. Between Ford, Ruge, and Gardy, they could drop a leadoff or three-hole bomb on you any given day. Yeah. Right now, they kind of don't have that. Nothing that we've seen yet. Knock on wood. Rizzo's an 89 guy. How about that? Similar lives. I wonder if it was this one. This lineup from last year. DJ, Odor 2, Judge 3, Glaber 4, Ford five, Clint six, <laughs> Andujar seven, Gardner eight, mm. Higgy nine. Do you think was that was that a Tuesday? It was a Thursday. It would have had to be a Tuesday. I got some genuine chills. Guess the lineup day. It would have had to be a Tuesday. BBD is right. Facts. Big facts. This and guy I, loves his facts, this young BBD. I do recall Ford and DJ being in there. Yeah. Or Ford and Rugi. Man. Okay. Anything else you want to say? Still a little uncomfortable for that. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, we it, it got mentioned briefly. Tyone looked really good. And Maybe it was this one. Okay. Tuesday, May 18th. LeMahieu, Gardner 2, Judge 3, Geo 4, Odor 5, Gary 6, Andujar 7, Ford 8, Lamar 9. Hey, guys. Last year was hell. That's a tough team. 
I think I found it. Okay. Okay. So that's just right, another or at least random I found, lineup. I found, uh, oh, no, no, no. Sorry, 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 sorry. Okay. That was the day that the, the stream crashed. That's why it's a four-minute one. I it's mean, still dude. Look at some of those lineups from last year. Okay. I, th I think I found it for real this time. Which day was it? I have June 1st, 2021, and it looks right and the video is three minutes and oh yeah this one adds up lemay lead off odor two jesus christ judge three and he was dh'ing the hmm. judge dh'ing yeah geo at short ford at first gary catching the outfield was anduhar in left gardner in center and clinton right my God, dude. I Sometimes I rem I, I'm like, why? I mean, last year wasn't as bad as it felt, was it? And then I go look at this page of all the lineups. I'm like, holy shit. Had its moments. Holy shit. Can I, uh, can I tell you who's leading off for the Chicago Cubs today? Clint? Oh, he is? Yeah. How's he doing? I don't oh, know. I know. Opening he, day, he had that pinch hit double. He had the opening double. day pinch hit double, but and he is I, leading I, off. I know he let off game two for them. He has five plate appearances, one for four, with a walk. So I think this is his second start of the year then. Huge. Um, Tyone looked really good. He he literally made one mistake to George Springer, a guy you can't make a mistake to. Eno Saris just tweeted out some of his Dude, Tyone looked really stats good. on Tyone. We um how many batters was he? Oh two. Parts of this offseason when we talked about the rotation, we like didn't fully acknowledge Tyone because we thought he might be banged up coming into the year. Um with Jameson Tyone's second half, who he is as a pitcher, his pedigree, what he showed last night. Uh, hopefully that is the bigger takeaway from last night than the Yankees lineup looking like poops. That lineup, that lineup that we did the short pregame show about, want to know why it was game two of the series against the Rays. They did end up winning. The team was built different. Is that to say important question from the chat? I think that did was, they win that game? They, yeah, they won. Uh, they got six hits. I feel like you said that at the end of the pregame show, like we were all sad and, like, well, they will win. Yeah, they will win. Yeah. Which was probably a long play by the Rays. Clint Frazier hit a, uh, a walk-off home run. It's a long play by the Rays for the Yankees to use that lineup more. Yeah. That's Rays. In extras. It looks like in the homer draft that day, Jake, you took Ruge and Ford. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. This is a good day to take My them. guys. The day before, Jimmy, you got a point from Manduhar. Um, that's amazing. Tyone looked great. I wanted to go look at all his pitches. I know it's a sour note because they lost, but he only gave up two runs. And he was 0-2 on, I think, yeah. eight of the first 10 batters. And he was 0-1, or they got a hit on the first pitch, 10 batters, or they got out in the first pitch. The first 10 batters. To face that lineup of those sluggers and to just, you know, not nibble and just attack. That takes some, like, mental guts. And then for the pitches to actually deliver and get those results early on by attacking the zone was great. And I think he slide-stepped on that one pitch to Springer. Uh, so it was like a juicy pitch and a slide-step to help out the catcher and probably just don't slide-step and keep attacking. But uh, really happy with what I saw at town. The offense is the worrying part. Credit to uh, goddamn Espinal, man. Yeah. Three hits, nine hitter. Can't do that. All righty. That ends the show. 
And we thank you very much. We'll be back later today with the pregame show. Hopefully they get the lineup out at like 3 o'clock again. That was awesome. Yeah, that might be a thing. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Love you guys. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.